Did you ever want to have a conversation with the podcast host, their guests, or the other listeners who have the same mindset and lifestyle? Well, look no further because the Move With Love podcast has created the Move With Love Mastermind. It is a group of people around the world, from mothers to healers to creatives of all sorts, where we connect, we hold each other accountable, we celebrate and support through the ups and downs. So if you feel the call to connect, dive deeper with me, April Miranda, your host, healer and guide, or the guests or other listeners, join the Move With Love Mastermind. Go to movewithlove.ca. Hello, sexy souls, and welcome to another episode of the Move With Love podcast. I'm April Miranda, your host, healer, and guide to inspire and empower you to move with love and not fear. For today's episode, I want to celebrate May the 4th. Yes, so hashtag May the 4th be with you is Star Wars Day, but it also plays a special place in my heart because May 4th 2011 was when I was on my one-way flight to Toronto. Ten years ago, I decided to take a leap. I booked this one-way flight from Calgary, Alberta to pursue my dreams, my goals, my desires to explore the entertainment industry. I was a dancer. Ever since I was four years old, I did it professionally, I did it at the university level, and I was ready for more. I went to New York for a bit, I went to LA for a bit, but there was something about Toronto that kept calling my name. And so for this episode, I want to share how I followed the signs, how I trusted myself, the universe, and how everything was going to work out and how gratitude played a big role with who I am today. Okay, so first, my advice with moving with love and not fear is to follow the signs. The signs are everywhere, whether it's a t-shirt or a song or numbers that are talking to you the signs are everywhere so stay open alert and aware and witness the signs and i want to say this because i was flown to toronto three different times all expenses paid for three different reasons the first time was first so you think you could dance i auditioned in calgary got my golden ticket and was flown to toronto and all these other times I would also get per diem. So also flight accommodation and food was taken care of. Okay. The second time I was part of this contemporary dance theater company and we went and performed in Guelph. So I also experienced Toronto the second time and I'm like, okay. And the third time I got this gig to be a part of a commercial that I auditioned for and got the gig. And it was my first acting on a union international or a national commercial and i was also flown here they put me in the shangri-la i 
not the Shangri-La, the Ritz-Carlton. And it was such a luxurious room. It had like two TVs in the bathroom. I remember it well, but so it's like, these were the signs. I, it's like my angels were wanting me to be in Toronto. And so three different times, three different reasons, like, okay, there must be something there for me. And so I book my flight and I don't know why, but I chose May 4th. Had a good feeling about it. And I moved here. Oh, it's tripping me out that this happened 10 years ago. Cause I still look at the CN Tower. I be, I just honor and celebrate myself for taking the leap. Okay, so 10 years ago, I arrive, but it wasn't the easiest transition. I had to hustle <laughs> with different part-time jobs at different restaurants, different bars. I did background work. I did catering gigs. I, oh man, and even some of those restaurants fired me or there were times when I would see my whole calendar blank and not knowing when my next paycheck was. But I had to trust, trust myself, trust the universe, trust that everything will work out and trust that everything is always working in my favor. So despite some moments when my phone was cut off or got kicked out of my home because the landlord wanted to move back in, I kept having to tune in to trust. And it, it was yoga. It was yoga that kept me sane, grounded, centered in the big city, in the entertainment industry, and so I found a yoga space where I felt at home, where I could cry on my mat. I could just feel good in my body. I could just, oh, I just like, that's where I could be 100% me 100% of the time. So this yoga space became my home that helped me reset. And then I felt the call to do my yoga teacher training. You know, this... It was at a Himsa Yoga Center and they just made it accessible. Before I think thought I would have to go to India or Costa Rica to get my yoga teacher training and I felt limited with time and money. But this yoga studio made it accessible with time so I could do it while I was in Toronto. I could do it while I was doing my retail and restaurant gig in the weekends and throughout the week and then they allowed me to do a payment plan so I chose to do my yoga teacher training which is funny that I want to also bring up the first point of like following the signs because again before I chose to do my yoga teacher training I heard this invitation three different times from three different people from three different teachers. And I look back and it's it's like you, you look back and connect the dots. So the first one was Kate in Calgary and then she's like, when are you gonna do your yoga teacher training? And I was like, no, 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 that's not for me. I'm gonna focus on being a singer, dancer, actress. 
yeah, that was plan A. <laughs> I wanted to be an entertainer and become rich and famous and inspire people that way. So I said, no, 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 I'm not going to be a yoga teacher. I have too much energy to guide people through a yoga practice. That's not me. No, 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 thank you. So that was the first sign. Then it was another teacher named Ning. She was like, April, when are you going to be a yoga teacher? You're so good at it. And I see you do it. You could do it anywhere. You should become a yoga teacher. I'm like, no, that's not in the plan. Thanks for sharing though. Thank you for the kind words. And I carry on. And then the third time was here in Toronto. It was Adam. And oh, I remember it was a time when I was feeling so low. I was feeling so low and I just set the intention for the yoga practice. I'm like, okay, angels, what's next? Angels, I am feeling lost. I am tired and I don't know what to do. Please give me a sign. Please tell me what to do next. And at the end of that restorative yoga practice, I remember Adam goes up to me and says, when are you going to be a yoga teacher? And this time it landed differently. This time I heard the message. I know it took me three different teachers, three different times, three different oh, times in my life. But this time the message landed. And so I kind of looked at him. So he said this before even asking, how is the class or even hello? He just said, when are you going to start teaching? And I looked at him and I'm like, okay, I get it. And it's like, I looked at him and like, I get it. And I was like smiling. Cause it's like my angels gave me a clear sign of what the next step was. Huh? So just like the three signs of going to Toronto, and the three signs of becoming a yoga teacher, I followed that. And so I did my yoga teacher training and that was such a profound, life-changing, transformational experience. And I am so grateful that I chose into that because it was like a catalyst to my self-discovery, exploration, reflection, and connection to me, connection to others, and connection to the divine. And when I say divine, that could be your connection to the universe, your connection to God, the infinite intelligence, the super conscious, and as Star Wars calls it, the force. So looping back to may the fourth be with you or may the force be with you. And know that there is this force, this underlying energy that it runs through all living and non-living things and like guiding us, showing us. We just got to tune in, tune in. Like it's like being connected to Wi-Fi. You know, you got to connect to the Wi-Fi so you have connections. So connecting to the force, universe, God, spirits, or whatever word you use connect and then you will hear the messages you will see the signs you'll trust yourself more trust the universe more trust that everything is always working in your favor and so another 
thing that got me through those low times in my life. Those times when I didn't have a job or, um, <laughs> yeah, didn't know when my next paycheck was or my phone got cut off or, so how I got through those moments was connecting to gratitude. And I know we hear it all the time, but connecting to what I was grateful for, thankful for every single moment. Waking up and even writing down in a little journal of what I was grateful for. So here's what I would do in those low times. I would get my journal and I would do, so first thing in the morning, I would do a brain drain. So this is called Morning Pages from The Artist's Way, but I kind of revamped it to what worked for me. So yes, the brain drain. Just kind of write whatever you are experiencing, whatever you're going through and with zero judgment of yourself while you're writing. Like no one needs to read it. Don't even need to think about grammar or punctuation. Just write, even if you wanna scribble, just kind of get the pen moving, get it out, get it out, brain drain, brain dump, get it out of your system. And then I shift to gratitude. Then I would start writing what I was grateful for. Even just, I'm grateful for another day to evolve my soul to its fullest expression in this lifetime. I am grateful for my bed. I'm grateful for the food in my fridge. I'm grateful for all the money in my bank account. Oh. And just keep going through the list so I'd write down what I was grateful for. And then I would set my intentions or I'd write my wishes of what I was ready to call in. Oh, I'm grateful for, or I'm calling in a place where I can teach. I'm calling in mon making money in a fun and happy way. I am calling in fun experiences, friendships, relationships that support me, that love me for who I am of me being 100% me 100% of the time. Just keep tuning in. So that was my little morning practice, morning ritual. Little brain drain, my gratitude list, and what I was intending. And so that's what I did. And during those moments when I felt the lowest low. <sighs> and then you know, fast forward a couple years later, so I did become a yoga teacher downtown Toronto, getting all these fun teaching gigs, collaborating with the best yoga studios in the city. Then I would experience yoga with Reiki, and then Reiki inspired, like kind of shifted my world, and I felt inspired to do my Reiki training. I did Reiki level one, two, and three because it, it was like me staying curious me leaning into my learning, my discovery, my exploration. And then even diving deeper, I got this email from one of my, from my Reiki master, my yoga teacher, and she was doing this life coach certification with the NLP practitioner training. I'm like, I don't know what that is, but I'm feeling the call to do it. And so again, keep leaning in. And so I said yes to that like following the signs, 
cultivating trust and gratitude. Gratitude for all of the things in life, even the stuff that's not so fun. And trusting myself, trusting others, trusting the universe that everything's going to work out. Best case scenario. Okay. And another reason why May 4th has a special place in my heart. So not only because 10 years ago I made the move into the city, but May 4th. 2019 was when I met the man of my dreams. (laughs) Yes, so the man that I'm currently married to, Cristalis Reyes, I met him at a coffee shop in Negril on the Seven Mile Beach in Jamaica. And this, this blows my mind because again, the signs, I followed the signs. So this was the third time in Jamaica Okay, the first time I went with two girlfriends, we went for a friend's friend's wedding. (laughs) So we went in 2017. And then I went, I saw this hashtag that led me to Stacy, who I'm like, what is she doing? She's doing yoga on the beach, on the Seven Mile Beach. I'm like, what? Oh, it's a yoga retreat? It's a music festival? I'm like, so that led me to... Stacy and Andrew with the founders of Tomorrow Today. And I'm like, okay. So I told the ladies, I'm like, ladies, next year, let's go to Negril, Jamaica and go to this festival, Tomorrow Today. So I started following Stacy, started following Tomorrow Today on Instagram. And then so 2018, I saw this contest to win tickets for Tomorrow Today. I'm like, oh, and I liked, I commented, I reposted and shared, and I just held my cell phone and I was like, I am so gonna win this. And it's like, I knew, I just knew that I was gonna win those tickets. And yes, I did end up winning those tickets. So 2018, I won tickets to Tomorrow Today. So on the second time going to Jamaica, I go there and experience this music festival, this health and wellness retreat. It was, it was like my people, these fellow soul rebels, like speaking my language, vibing with the same music and lifestyle. Like it was, I felt like I found home. And then 2019, I signed up to be a volunteer, an assistant for Tomorrow Today. So I would be there helping set up the classes and being an assistant for the yoga teachers and other practitioners. And so that was the third time in Jamaica. And I remember before this trip, I was having Oh, it was a it was a bit rocky with my past relationship and I was at a turning point. I'm like, do I stay? Do I go? Is he the guy? I remember even asking him, I'm like, are you the guy? Like, do you wanna have kids? Do you wanna move in? Do you wanna move forward with this relationship? And this was five years in. And I I just like I just wanted to know and I just took up my phone. And I wrote in my notes, my king, colon. And I wrote down five things that I was wanting to call in 
in having the the man of my dreams, the relationship of my dreams. And I'm just pulling up my phone now because I still have the note with me. Okay, my king. Surprise and delights me. Nurtures my belly. Thoughtful actions without being asked. Financially secure, go on dates, playful, adventurous. Ah, <sighs> and so that's what I put in my notes, May 2nd, 2019. And at the bottom of that list, I wrote a question to myself. Am I the royalty I am demanding for? Am I the royalty I'm demanding for? So if I want to call in my king, am I being a queen? And so this was the vibration that I set for myself going into Jamaica, going into this festival. I had no intentions of finding my king, but I was tuned into the queen, the royalty, the frequency with whatever I was doing. Whether I was on the beach, whether I was setting up yoga mats, whether I was dancing to the musician or the DJ performing that night, or even just eating the healthy foods on the beach, like I was just tuned into that frequency. And I was at a coffee shop waiting for my turn, waiting for the class that I was supposed, supposed to assist. My food was running late and the whole schedule was running late. And then there was this gentleman that just walks up to me and asks if he can join me. And I just looked at him and went, okay. And I remember earlier that week, I noticed a share that he shared open, honest and vulnerable. And I acknowledged him for that. And it's funny because we, we were both in the dance industry. We were both in the health and wellness industry. And it's like our paths have crossed. He went to LA, I went to LA, he went to New York, I went to New York. We like lived near the same intersection for years, but we didn't cross paths or actually connected on May 4th. 2019 at this coffee shop on the Seven Mile Beach in Jamaica. And so with tomorrow being May 4th, I I want to acknowledge, celebrate the path that I chose to take because it did take courage. It was not easy, but I know when I met him, when I connected with him in that moment, I look back at my past and it made everything make sense. It's like all of those dots of me getting fired, me moving here, hearing that story, those signs, that training, that relationship, this heartbreak, all of these moments led me to that particular moment to meet him. And now with my world shifting to a new timeline, like we met in May. That's when our relationship started. 
we come back to Toronto on a high. We were like just flying high on like a spaceship that was from another world of just love, light. I move in three months later. We find out we're pregnant a month later. So four months got pregnant, five months got engaged. And now here we are with a beautiful baby girl who's turning one this month. And I still look at that CN Tower and celebrate that I chose to move with love and not fear. So I know that is a loop-de-loop -loop of layers in my story, but when I say may the fourth be with you, but may the force be with you, know that there's this, this guidance, this higher power that is on your team. Every single step of the way. So in conclusion, I invite you to follow the signs. Trust and live with gratitude. And until then, oh, share the message, adapt the mindset, live the lifestyle. Let's move with love together. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to this episode of Move With Love. If you like what you heard, please share this with your soul family. Like it, subscribe, and leave a review because that is life to us new podcasters who are just getting started. And go to movewithlove.ca to read the blog post about this episode where you'll see the top tips and links that were mentioned. So until next Move With Love Monday, go play, slay, namaste. Hey soul family, can you do me a favor? If you found value in the content in today's episode, please share it with your community, subscribe, or leave a review. Those little action steps mean the world to me. Not only are you sharing a message, you are planting karmic seeds that will pay you back tenfold. I see you and celebrate you continuously showing up and moving with love.